Hello and welcome to the Power to Thrive podcast. This is the show that helps you overcome the barriers you have to becoming the best version of yourself and thriving in all aspects of your life. I am your host, Annie Brieu, and I'm here to help you uncover your ultimate truth and cheer you on on this journey we call life. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope that you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to the Power to Thrive podcast. This is the show that helps you thrive in all areas of your life. I am your host, Annie Brieu, and today I have an extremely exciting guest, Inner Beauty Bible, Amanda Bible. She is an EFT tapping and manifestation master. She is a subconscious mind magician and also has a mindset coach certification school. She literally does it all from being a mom to having a six-figure-plus business. She is absolutely incredible, and I am so excited for you guys to hear this episode. Today is all about jumping into the subconscious mind, understanding why it's so important, what you need to be doing in order to actually make big changes in your mind, and also talking about EFT tapping, which I haven't spoken about yet on this show, but I have heard incredible things, and there's so much science behind EFT tapping and just making insane changes in your life. So if you are wanting to attract your dream life, transform your life, and just have a better mindset, this is the episode for you. As per usual, I will have all of the information in the show notes for you to check out Amanda, check out her website, and learn a lot more. So I am so, so excited. Please don't forget to let me know what you guys think. Welcome to the Power to Thrive podcast. I'm so excited to have you. Um, Would you like to just kind of introduce yourself, explain what you do, your business, and all that? Absolutely. Sorry. I'm literally, I literally just um, lit a Palo Santo stick and it legit looks like I'm sitting in front of a campfire, how large this flame is at the moment. I'm like, staring. I'm like, is this, is this normal? <laughs> First of all, um, <laughs> just bringing in all the positive vibes this morning. All the energy um, today. I know I had to like, you know, I, when I messaged you this morning, I was getting all the energy vibes from my two-year-old and now I'm getting all the energy vibes from the Palo Santo stick. So we're good here. We are all good here. (laughs) Starting off strong. Yay. So thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I'm so excited about this because, you know, EFT and subconscious mind is like my jam. I can talk about it all day long to the point where like my face will turn like a separate, a different color. Um, But hi, everybody. My name is Amanda Bible. I am the founder of the Inner Beauty Bible and the Sparkle System Coaching and Practitioner Certification. I am a mom of two beautiful and adorable and amazing little boys, Julian and Cameron. Julian is two and Cameron is five months old. They're like my complete heart and soul. I know they're so – I can't believe how fast they're growing. You know, you don't even realize how fast time goes until you watch a child grow up. It's insane. Yeah, Um, it flashes before your eyes. It does. It does. And, you know, I feel like – just realizing how quickly time goes, just watching them grow up is all the more reason to like be super grateful for what I do and having Mm -hmm. left like corporate 
separate and everything. But um, I am a mom of two boys. I am a wife to my soulmate, Brett. He is like the absolute love of my life. I am so grateful for him and his support. Um, I am a yoga enthusiast, a coffee connoisseur. I literally will drink black coffee all day long. It's my favorite thing ever. I know. Don't hate on it. Black (laughs) coffee? No way. Great black, as strong and black as they come. I like my French roast, espresso roast, just black, no milk, nothing. (laughs) Goodness, you're one of a kind. I know. It's um it's hardcore. I actually grew up, um, I grew up. My first job was working in Starbucks. (laughs) So I was a barista and they had us with like these coffee passports, they called them. So we would have to taste test all the coffee and it would have to be black when we taste tested it. So I just learned to really appreciate coffee at at a young at a young and ripe age in high school. (laughs) They trained you young. They trained you very young. You know what? It's coffee is a good vice, I find. Um, and I it's also coffee. a great hobby. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I'm such a co- like coffee lover. Except I'm like into the lattes, the cappuccinos. I do love a good espresso, and mm-hmm. I like it black. Yeah. Um, my boyfriend's Italian, and so his family's like really, really hardcore on like their espresso and the type okay. of coffee that they have. But it's just, yeah, I find coffee life changing. People try to tell me to cut it out, and I'm just like, I'm not there. It's not yeah. happening. Not there yet. Um, you know, there was a point in my life where I was like, mm, maybe I'll stop drinking coffee. And then five minutes later, I was like, no, we're not going to go with that. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Especially like as a mom of two, like with a toddler and an infant, it's coffee is something I value greatly. It is like really high on the values chain for me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just not worth cutting out. <laughs> no, no, we're not there. We're not there yet. Maybe in a couple of decades. <laughs> but Yeah, right. Maybe. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe in a couple decades we'll set that goal. But yeah. that's that's just not where we're at today. Speaking of which, like I mean, obviously you need coffee because you are like a multifaceted woman. Like I feel like you are doing so many things. Like I talk to you, and like your weeks are just so intense. Like not only are you a mom of two, but like you just have so much going on in your business all at once. Like, I'm just like, how do you do it all? (laughs) I wear many hats. You know, it's funny because I've always had like that entrepreneurial uh, mentality, like the entrepreneurial mindset, even when I was like locked in corporate. And now that I have, you know, escaped (laughs) and started my dream business, I, you know, I have my, the inner beauty Bible business. I have the certification that I run. I do the retreats with this. Um, and then we do our weekly calls, but I'm also launching a mastermind right now. And mm-hmm. I'm, you know, separately launching a brick and mortar business with a good friend of mine. And I have like a couple other things happening behind the scenes where like, I always have so many ideas. Um, mm-hmm. so having like a really structured calendar helps me to get everything done. So like Mondays are the days that I will either record my own podcast guest episodes or like be recording someone else's podcast guest episodes. Um, We do a lot of like admin work on Mondays. 
And mm-hmm. Wednesdays are the day where I do like all of my group calls and I do everything um, like client facing in the business. So it's like very structured in a way like I know what to expect every week um, because a bulk of my week is actually like not working, at least any of my businesses. It's, you know, taking care of my kids. So yeah, being a mom, which is a job in itself. It's a full-time job, 24-7. They don't give you that warning when you <laughs> when yeah, you sign right? up for it. So we're, we're locked into the mom thing for forever. But, you know, it's I wouldn't have it any other way. Um, but, yeah, so I'm a mom Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. And Mondays and Wednesdays, I get, I get a little bit of a break. I have my mom come over, my mother-in-law. They help me out. And I'm here in my office awesome. and doing the CEO gig. <laughs> so, okay. So I love this. Also a little bit like off track, but like, how do you like stick to all of these things? Because like, I know a lot of my listeners are, you know, they'll message me in terms of like, Hey, like, how do you stick to things? And like, sometimes I don't know how to provide a perfect answer because I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I skip out on things. Sometimes I, you know, snooze my alarm way too many times and skip things. So it's like, you're really, really good at keeping on track. Like, what is it that pulls you to that? Ooh, that's actually a really great question. And I think it's really important for like even everybody listening to just ask yourself, like, how important is my vision (laughs) to me? Like, how important is that end goal for me? And just like fucking committing (laughs) to it, right? Because at the end of the day, uh, for me today, at least um, I too hit the snooze button and I – well, actually, I thought I hit the snooze button and then I woke up and it was five minutes before I was supposed to be at my – kickboxing class and I was like, well, that sucks. But at the end of the day, it's like just a like a radical commitment to what that end goal is. And for me, like I have some really big goals. I I really I really value um the journey and I I know that if I'm going to hit those goals at the end of the month or the end of 6 months or the end of the year that it requires, you know, the day-to-day actions that might not feel like they add up regularly, but at the end of the day, they do. Um, For example, like for if if I'm going to be going to the gym because, you know, by the summertime, I want to, you know, be back in my bikini or whatever, you know, I have to, I have to go to the gym. I need to nourish my body with healthy food, you know, and the more that I don't do that, the more I'm putting off the things that are important to me. And as far as like, you know, launches and working and, you know, if I have income goals or impact goals or launch goals, like that requires me to show up on a daily basis to whether it's like batch content or, Mm -hmm. um, you know, show up for my clients or show up on my stories or, you know, write some emails or whatever the case may be. So as far as my, my suggestion to anybody listening is just ask yourself, like, how important is this, how important is this vision to me? And am I willing to commit to it? Wow. Yeah. I really, really love that. And also like just enjoying the journey, which Mm -hmm. you mentioned is just like, I think that a lot of the time, like at least for me personally, like you get so caught up with the end results that you forget to enjoy like every little bit of the way, you know? Yeah, no, totally. I think the journey is what really shapes us as humans. Um, Like it's the day-to-day tasks that um, like we commit to, but we are becoming a new person in the process, you know? 
Yeah, I absolutely love that. Thank you for diving down that rabbit hole with me. But um, jam out on that all day. Yeah, right. Um, Okay, so let's jump in. I'm really, really excited because I've never chatted about EFT tapping on my podcast. I have heard so, so much about it, but I just like, I really, I mean, what is EFT tapping? And also, why do I need it in my life? (laughs) So EFT tapping is emotional freedom technique. So obviously you've heard of it before if you're asking about it, right? So for those of you who have never heard of EFT tapping, maybe you've seen um, people like tapping on their head or on their face or their temples or their like karate chop, looking like they're about to do a karate chop. But essentially what EFT tapping is, it's derived or it's born out of like ancient Chinese medicine. Um, It works with the energetics of your body or the meridians of your body. So if you ever heard of like your life force or your chi, and it comes from like the theory of like stuck energy is going to essentially fuck up your energetics <laughs> in your system, right? So if you have like stuck energy as as it pertains to limiting beliefs or limiting decisions, negative wants, negative desires, scarcity, pain, um, dis-ease, or any other negativity like stuck in your body, it's going to mess up your your alignment or your um, the flow of your meridians. So basically mm-hmm. with EFT tapping is there's eight different EFT tapping points, nine if you're talking about like the karate chop as well. But you go through like this tapping sequence and it's um, – it's said to it's not it's the studies show that with tapping you can reduce your stress hormone your cortisol by like 40% in a single tapping session you're wow. realigning your meridians and your energetics so we tap on what we don't want to be feeling and we say those things out loud essentially like what happens is like we're tapping on all of these negative wants negative desires negative beliefs or thoughts that we're having frustrations anything that's keeping you from like feeling like that higher vibration and we're tapping those things, but we're saying them out loud. And I think just the actual action of speaking these things out loud allows it to basically like die. (laughs) You know, it's like when you say like the negative things out loud, it like it loses power. Right. But then what you're also doing is you're going to be tapping through affirmations and the things that you would desire to feel instead. And what it does is it um, creates neural pathways in your mind and it collapses the old ones that you don't want to be feeling. So it's like this amazing energetic work that can work in a matter of minutes and it can shift your entire day. If you do it daily, it can shift your entire life. So with EFT tapping, I actually started, I learned about it in 2019, maybe 2018, 2019. And I started tapping in 2020 every day. And the impact that it's had in my life, in my personal life, in my business, all the things has completely and utterly blown my freaking mind. And that's why I teach it because it's changed my life so much that I knew that I couldn't just hold it all in and just use with my clients. Like I wanted to be a part of like an even bigger ripple effect by equipping 
coaches with this modality that has the power to literally transform lives. Okay. So you did it every single day. Like how do you implement EFT tapping into a daily routine? Do you need to do it daily? Do you need to do it like multiple times a day? Like how do you even start with that? Yeah. So someone who's like wanting to start EFT tapping, you can start weekly, you can start daily. It's really a matter of like what you want to commit to. Um, I started daily because I was like, well, if I'm feeling this great from one tapping session and it takes five minutes, like I can definitely five find five minutes in my morning to kind of realign my, my energetics. So I'm feeling really right. good instead of feeling really like focaccity. <laughs> So, I mean, there's people that do like an hour long tapping. There's others who will, you know, do 40 minutes, 30 minutes. For me, I'm like a quick, I'm a quick tapper. So I can do it in like five minutes or less. I intuitively tap. Basically, I'll say like anything that's bothering me. Like, for example, last week I had really bad, um, like I was PMSing really bad and like my cramps mm -hmm. were horrible. And because you can tap on literal physical pain, um, I tapped on the physical pain all week and it was gone. Like it was just gone. And every morning – So what would you say? I was just tapping on like, oh my gosh, I have these period cramps and they're driving me nuts. <laughs> yeah. And the more that I stand up, the more my stomach hurts and this is going to prevent me from being present in my retreat. And if I'm not present in my retreat, then people aren't going to get the shifts that they desire. So like I was – I think you go down the rabbit hole of like what each thought is creating sort of. Yeah, okay. Um, so I was just tapping on like what was actually – like what the thoughts were manifesting for me. So like what okay. what I was feeling in those moments. I'm like if I'm not feeling well, I'm not going to show up well. If I don't show up well, mm -hmm. people are going to notice. And if people notice, they're not going to experience shifts. And if people don't get shifts, they're going to hate me. You know what I mean? Right, so like right. it's like a real life – like the cycle. Like the cycle of what one negative thought can create is like – it's mind blowing, but the cycle that one positive thought that it can create is amazing. And, you know, the reason why EFT is so powerful too is because like with manifestation, it's not just about like thinking positive or thinking good thoughts or feeling really happy feelings. Like I think it's important to mention that like everyone, we're human and we as humans are meant to feel that full spectrum of emotions, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. Like we're not just supposed to think positive all the time. Like what the fuck's that going to do? It's not going to yeah. let you process anything. But it's a matter of um, upgrading your belief system. So with tapping, you can upgrade your belief system. And like you, as long as you hold the beliefs that – something's possible for you, like whatever you're feeling in the journey, like those are normal to come up. But the belief is what creates those positive things to manifest, right? So we're, you can eliminate negative or limiting beliefs to replace those limiting beliefs with the positive ones or the empowering ones that mm -hmm. will help you create that reality that you desire. Does that make sense? Yes. And I absolutely love that because what I absolutely can't stand in like manifestation and what everyone's kind of talking about right now is that it's like almost this like getting mad at yourself for having a negative thought in your head. And it's yeah. like, that's not natural. It's not normal. You can't get mad at yourself, you know, for like a limiting belief or something like that. You almost have to heal from it and like not punish yourself for just being human. 
Right, right, exactly. Like um, getting upset about f- believing something that actually is, you know, like you're creating the awareness that the belief is there. So that's the first step in creating change too. And um, I guess like you said, healing from it or even just like working through it to upgrade that belief system, right? You can't upgrade your belief system if you don't know what beliefs are present to begin with. So Mm -hmm. there's no point in even like some people, I guess, like shame themselves for having these like negative thoughts. But I guess what what it comes down to is like if you have these negative thoughts, what are your beliefs about the negative thoughts? Like, do you believe those thoughts to be true? Or are you just like curiously observing them being like, hmm, that's interesting that that thought came up. Like, let's do a little bit of work around it. Yes. Okay. And so speaking of this, Mm -hmm. like limiting beliefs, subconscious mind, I know that these two things go hand in hand and you are like a connoisseur on like all subconscious mind stuff. So what the heck is a subconscious mind and how does it work? Wait, can we just first talk about how you just said connoisseur? Like I felt like it was just so like the way that you said it, I'm like laughing. I'm like, you are so like etiquette. No, eloquent. (laughs) Eloquent. I honestly, oh my God. Okay. So I am French. I don't know how you know that, but like I say these words all the time and people are just like, Annie, like take your head out of your ass. Like, why do you no, say No, I like, loved it. I actually just laughed. Can you say can you say croissant? <laughs> a, cro- a croissant? Yeah. Croissant. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Laughing. You are the best. I fucking love it. And I'm looking, I'm like, okay, she's like, you're properly pronouncing things. And I probably sound like a total idiot from Jersey being like my coffee. <laughs> no. Actually, whenever we send voice notes, sometimes I literally die. I'll be sitting with my boyfriend. I'm like, oh my God, babe, can you hear her Jersey accent? I love it. It's like so Jersey. (laughs) But it's it's like so like if you've seen the Jersey Shore like that, I mean, life isn't like, you know, snooky and all the things, but like that's how we talk. And even the way that you say talk, like, I just I love it. It's so, so funny. Sorry. Like, that was to- totally off topic. But, okay. So, why the subconscious mind? So, basically, like, your mind is um, your mind is composed of the conscious mind, which is, like, our logic, our reason, and our subconscious mind, which is essentially, like, the autopilot that runs behind the scenes. And it's, like, what's in the driver's seat, okay? So your subconscious mind is responsible for literally, like, 99% of your actions, attitudes, behaviors, results. Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. And, like, the crazy part about it is, like, a lot of coaches out there, and, like, this is not to knock anyone or anything, but a lot of the coaches out there will be working with their clients on, like, their behaviors and, like, changing behaviors and changing their actions and the things that they're doing. But what they don't realize is that people are participating or experiencing these patterns, these ongoing patterns because of their belief system and what they believe to be true about them and what their I am statements are, right? So I am is like your identity and identity is at the subconscious level. So in order to truly make long lasting and sustainable changes in your life, you have to work with the subconscious mind. Now, our thoughts and our like our internal 
internal dialogue is like this repetitive thing that just is this cycle that goes on and on and on and on and on. We think like 60 plus thousand thoughts per day and 99% of those thoughts are going to repeat on a daily basis unless we do something about it. And those thoughts are happening at the subconscious level. So as an example of like how powerful your, your nervous system is or your subconscious mind is like, are you like, as you're sitting here right now, like you're not telling yourself to breathe. You're not telling your heart to pump. You're not telling the blood to go through your veins. You're not, you know, like it's all of these bodily functions, but a lot of these functions also are triggering the thoughts in your mind and the things that you're aware of. So what you have to do is create awareness to the things behind the scenes so that you could actually change it if it's not working for you. So because I could like, again, I can like jam out on this all day long, but because at the, between the ages of zero and seven, you are a literal walking subconscious mind. Like that's why kids have no logic at that age. And I don't mean to say like kids just believe anything that we tell them. So an example of this is like Julian, my two-year-old wants gummy bears in the morning for breakfast. And I'm like, dude, no. And he's like, gummy bears, gummy bears. And I'm like, we can't eat the gummy bears because they're still sleeping right now. Like where they're, you know, they won't wake up until after school. After school, once they're awake, we can go and have them from the pantry. And he's like, gummy bears, wake up. Gummy bears, wake up. Amanda, and you're like, a genius. Right? I am, this is amazing. <laughs> but like, it's the, first of all, it's like the literally like the cutest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. But the second thing is like he actually believes that because he's not thinking like, oh, they're not really mm. something that can go to sleep or wake up. But at the same time, he's yeah he's not able to reason with that but on the flip side of that too is like he's also taking in everything that I tell him as truth right so for what that means is like he looks at me and he sees what I do that what I'm doing on a regular basis and he's modeling that and he says the things I say and what ends up happening is like what I'm saying becomes his internal dialogue right because he's listening all the time and he's a sponge. But what happens is because he's a sponge at such a young age between zero and seven, everything I believe is being imposed upon him. So how I talk to myself, what I say to myself, what I say to other people, what I'm talking about money and my ability to do things and my ability to achieve things or how I feel about my body or when I what I say when I look in the mirror, he thinks that that's what he's supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. he's he's viewing me. So all of these limiting beliefs that we have as adults, they weren't even ours to begin with, believe. right? Yeah, to begin with, we learned all these things from our caregivers or our parents mm-hmm. or our teachers or, you know, people around us. And, and it gets passed on from like the people that raised on. them. And yeah, and we and don't on. even know what these patterns are until we bring awareness to them. So all of this is stored at the subconscious level. And like people might be like, well, why the F can I do this? Or why the F can I do this? And like this pattern, like I will always start my diet on Monday and then I never stick to it. Or, you know, the the belief that, you know, you can't start your own business because your dad didn't have his own business or the belief that like all people who have money are greedy or whatever it is. Like these are all beliefs that um, we've learned at a young age. And on the same note, like if you are an entrepreneur wanting to make a lot of money, yet you have this inherent belief that people with money are greedy and you don't want to be greedy, guess what? 
you're not going to be able to make the money that you desire because your subconscious mind doesn't want to be greedy because you believe people with money are greedy. So life-changing. Right? How can you change your subconscious mind? Like what are daily things that you can do? What are like non-negotiables? Yeah. So, um, something that is really important, especially like as it comes down to, you know, entrepreneurship and success and money and all of the things is just like create awareness as far as like what's going on, those thoughts Mm -hmm. and taking radical action to dispel them essentially, like to make sure that like you're doing something to prove it wrong. And the more you practice something, the more habitual it becomes, right? So I mean, if you decide one day that you want to be an organized person, yet your house is a complete disaster, then taking the time to clean it up and then putting the small actions every day to put everything back in its place. So it's same thing goes for like, instead of physical clutter, like that mental clutter to that internal dialogue. So if you notice yourself doing things that are actually sabotaging you, like for um, what it comes down to business, like if you know that you have to show up on your stories today and then every time you're about to go on your stories, you're like, you know what, let me go do the laundry or let me go do the dishes, let me do this. And then you never end up on your stories, like noticing what those patterns are so you can stop it. Yeah. <laughs> and create the new patterns instead. So that would be like the easiest way to start rewiring. Mm-hmm. Um but with EFT tapping, you know, EFT tapping is a it's a really great resource to begin the rewiring and reprogramming process. Okay, so amazing and powerful. I absolutely love it. Now, I don't even know if we've talked about this beforehand, but like what do you think about hypnosis? Because I see a lot of like chat about subconscious work and hypnosis work. So hypnosis is like your direct portal to the subconscious mind. So because you're in um, in like a trance state, it's like the theta brain waves. Yeah. So theta is like that state right before sleep. It's when your mind is like most susceptible to suggestion. And because your subconscious doesn't know the difference between something real and something imagined, hypnosis is extremely powerful. So, you know, the best time to listen to a hypnosis would be like right when you wake up in the morning because you're still in that like slight sleep state Mm -hmm. or right before you're about to go to sleep at night and you can do, um, you know, custom hypnosis or listen to hypnosis on YouTube. But essentially what you're doing is you're creating these images that are so real, like they're so sensory based that your mind, um, sees it as it's really happening. And that's why hypnosis is so powerful because if your, your mind sees it as really happening, you're essentially working with like the laws of the universe too, right? Like the Mm -hmm. law of assumption, like if this, if I'm assuming this is happening, then Mm -hmm. obviously I'm going to take the steps in order to bring it to life. You know what I mean? Right. Okay. So I absolutely love that. Now is subconscious work essential when manifesting your dream life? Yes, I think it is. Hell yeah. (laughs) Because at the end of the day, like your manifestations, it's like, it's essentially the law of attraction, right? So the laws of the universe aren't going to give you something that you don't believe to be true. Your mind is never going to make you a liar. So if you have these beliefs that like you can't achieve something or that you can't be successful or that you don't deserve it, well, then that's exactly what you're going to 
you know, see reminders of all around. But when you're working with your internal belief system, if you know, if you know, like, you know, like, you know, like literally know that this thing is a certainty in your future, then your belief system is going to support that. And then all of your actions as well are going to support the outcome. So working with your belief system is so important and that's all subconscious. Like, and this isn't just saying like, like we said earlier, like it's not, manifestation isn't about just thinking positive or just feeling high vibe emotions. Your vibration is matched to your belief system. So as long as you believe something is going to happen, and you believe it to be true, then your actions, attitudes, and behaviors will support that. And so will so will those outcomes, right? Because, I mean, you can feel shitty in a day or two days mm-hmm. if you have like a, an off week, but that's not going to shape your beliefs. This is like mind-blowing. <laughs> I honestly have been like lately just like digging into the subconscious and like learning just so much about it and mm-hmm. it's just like mind blowing how like huge it really is like we think that the conscious mind is everything but like it's actually nothing compared to the subconscious right right well if you're not working on the subconscious it's like that definition of insanity like you're going to keep doing the same thing over and over and over again expecting different results meanwhile you're not upgrading the one thing that's going to make all the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So how about for somebody who is feeling like, okay, my manifestations aren't working, you know, I'm putting in all of this work to, you know, have my dream life, but it's not working. What would you recommend to somebody like this? I would just ask them if they actually believe that their manifestation is going to come true. Or I would just ask yourself, like, do I actually believe this is available for me? Or like I would also think like when I say this manifestation out loud, like what's that that first like impulse response? Like is it scared? Is it fear? Is it excitement? Is it certainty? Like what's coming up for you? Because that's going to be a really strong indication of if you actually believe it's available for you or not. And so what happens if that initial reaction is, for example, scarcity, being, you know, scared of anything? Like what's the next step to kind of realign yourself? I would say, you know, working with those limiting beliefs and, you know, tapping on them would be a great first step. Uh, Tapping on what those uh, fears are coming up or what those um, thoughts are that are coming up because again, like our, our mind is the driver and our body follows. So if you're feeling nervous or scared about the outcome, because maybe like you believe, you know, X amount of dollars is going to require X amount of work, or it's going to, you know, take away your freedom or whatever it is, I would dig into like what that means to you so that you can shift the belief around it, right? So I would say like tapping on it and how what you want those thoughts to be instead would be like the the positive tapping rounds that I would do. Okay. So I love that. Now, what would you say is like the most important part when attracting, manifesting, anything like that? I would say that it's just having complete and total certainty that this is going to be a thing in your future. Um, 
So like, for example, if, you know, you are someone who wants to like speak on stage or like be like a TEDx speaker and like you want that to be a certainty by the end of the year, like I would put yourself in that like 12 month spot and be like, okay, I'm standing on stage. I am that TEDx speaker that I said I was going to be like, this is happening. Now, how did I make this happen? And, you know, the first step would obviously be like filling out the application. You can't become a TEDx speaker without filling out an application and applying for it or nominating yourself for it, right? So I would say like putting in the aligned action in order to make that outcome a certainty in your future. So it's a matter of thinking, okay, this is what the outcome is and then reverse engineering it back to today. Damn. Okay. I really like that. I'm like in the process right now of just like realigning a lot of my values, the things that I want in my future. And like, this is just such a key podcast. Like I'm just loving this. Awesome. You know, what's so interesting about values is like you can identify what your values are as it, like, as it pertains to business, life, love, happiness, whatever it is. And, um, so we were doing this in the, um, in the certification that I just ran last week. So you know, like I was doing the certification for like NLP and hypnosis last week. So basically we were um, talking about your subconscious values. And one of the girls here, we elicited her values as it came down to business and um, she really valued freedom and uh, which, you know, a lot of us value. But as we were like talking about all of the things that she valued, um, money didn't show up on her values list. And she was wondering like, why can't I fucking make money? It's because she didn't show up on her values list. Like it was freedom. It was adventure. It was structure. It was, you know, all these big words, but like money and clients didn't show up on that list. So when it comes down to values, like think about what your end goal is and like see if your values align with (laughs) what it is that you're creating because if they don't, then something's got to ship. I'm going to have to like make a whole entire list of all of my values and make sure that everything's aligning because like, damn. Yeah. Ask yourself like if freedom's there, like can freedom exist without these other things? And if it can't exist, then like what needs to be there? Like what do we need to start shifting, you know? Yeah, 100%. Okay, so how about someone who, which I mean, I've been at this point in time in my life many times, but like, you know, when, like, saying that you feel stuck, I feel like doesn't even just fully like cover it. But like, Mm -hmm. you know, those times in your life where you just feel like you don't know what you want to do next. You, you know, are feeling a lot of friction in your life emotionally, you're not connected, like, but you you want more for yourself. Like, yeah. What is advice that you can give to somebody who is experiencing this but also wants to make big changes in their life? Ooh, that's a great question. Um, I would ask yourself, like, if you don't know what you want to be, quote, unquote, doing, <laughs> or maybe, like, you don't know what you're passionate about or whatever the case may be, I would say ask yourself um, – like, what do you want to be feeling? Like, what do you want to be feeling in a month from now? Like what those like internal states of being are. Mm -hmm. So maybe the answer is, well, I'm feeling stuck. I'm frustrated. I'm feeling overwhelmed. So usually those are like very 
coexisting with stuckness, right? But I would say like, what do you want to be feeling instead? Like what are those – like what do you want to be true for you instead? And maybe they're like, well, I want to feel like a leader or I want to feel happy or I want to feel, I don't know, healthy. Mm-hmm. And you can say, great, okay, so you want to feel healthy, happy, and like a leader. Can you define what those mean? Like, because those words are like very subjective, right? So, can you define what happy means to you? And they're like, yeah, this is what it means to me. And they're like writing it out. Well, what are some things that bring you happiness? And start implementing those things on a daily basis. So, you know, by your own definition, if those things make you happy, then you're doing them and you're experiencing the happiness that you desire and those higher vibe um, states of being, right? And then you can probably think outside the box as far as like what you want to be doing as well once you start to feel the feelings that you want to be feeling. Oh my God. Okay. I really love that. I also wish that this is something that like I had heard like over a year ago because last (laughs) summer I was like exactly in that position. And I think that it's something that a lot of people experience, but like it's so hard to kind of like I call it like bird's eye view out of your life and just kind of like look at, you know, what you should be doing and, you know, everything like that. But I think that like, like you said, like just implementing the little things that do bring you that happiness, it's like life changing. Totally. And you know what else too is like what you were saying about like the bird's eye view thing, but like we don't have that hindsight until after. So I think that's also really important for people to remember is like if you are like I should have, could have, would have known better or whatever, like Mm -hmm. you can't know better until you've experienced it. So like give yourself a little bit of credit because you got yourself through every single tough time up until this point and like you can continue to do it. Um, And now that you have a little bit more awareness, like being able to shift those things when you see yourself coming from a mile away, you know what I mean? Yes, a hundred percent. Okay, this has just been like so eye-opening. I feel like after talking to you, I'm going to be doing so much EFT tapping, which I'm also going to link your Instagram because you have a lot of really great sweet sequences on your Instagram. Um, but yeah, I, I need to get into this. I need to get into like just a lot more subconscious work because it's like, I feel okay. And I think that you and I were talking about this. I don't know when, but I'm pretty sure it was you, but we were chatting about how like people might be doing all of these things every single day, but it's like, you're not even like making a dent if you're not going to work on your subconscious. Like, yeah, totally. I mean, I think that, um, you know, someone who's looking to experience like major upgrades and stuff in their life, it's time to start looking for the mindset work instead of all of the click here strategies that are going to get you the 10K followers or the 10K months because you are your strategy. And once you are working for you, once you are feeling really good about what it is and feeling really certain about the outcome you're created creating, then those gurus can really help amplify it. You know what I mean? Okay. You are your own strategy. That is life-changing, Amanda. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> okay. It's good, that, right? It, it really is though. That's absolutely life-changing. Like you are your own strategy. I think that like my stepmom had mentioned this to me, but she was like, you need to be really careful because people are constantly trying to kind of like 
get you in to be like, you need this, you need that. Like, no, like you are everything that you are capable of doing and creating. Like you are your own strategy. Work on that mindset, work on all of that. Like there's so much power to that. Yeah, no. And that's, that's my favorite thing to say is like, you are you and that's your superpower. Is there anything else that you want to chat or tell my listeners at all? Yes, you are you and that is your superpower. So just remember that you're the only version of you that exists in this world and like that's the fucking coolest thing ever. So if you don't believe that you're, you know, unique or special enough, you're the only person that is you and that's like the best. So, you know, shine your light, share your story, own your fucking voice because mm-hmm. you deserve to be heard and you deserve to you just fucking deserve it. Like whatever it is that you want in this life, it's yours to go and claim. And, um, you know, if you don't believe in yourself right now, just know that I believe in you and it's time for you to do a little bit of work so that you can believe in you also. Okay. I actually love that. That gave me chills. I so appreciate you coming on my podcast and just dropping all of this incredible knowledge you are honestly such a wonder woman so thank you so so much annie thank you so much for having me this was so much fun i absolutely love chit-chatting with you this morning it was a great way to do my own little energetic work i love to just share so thank you for having me